I was going to say, culturally, that is a complete ass fuck. <laughs> you mean the person's an ass fuck? Or the situation's <laughs> an ass fuck? <laughs> Do whatever you want, dude. I don't care. Why are you trying to oppress me like that? All right, this is No Sides Attached, the political podcast where we tackle topics big and small in their own merits and evidence, uh, but not through parlance. Um, Matthew Devine here with my co-host, Don't Oppress Me, Logan Salvers, and we're joined by a resident everyday guy, Steve Ramey. How's it going? Hung over as fuck. I'm actually not as bad now as I was this morning. Alrighty then, on that note. Today in the pod, we will be discussing artificial intelligence and the government, uh, but first... Some of the major news from the week. Alrighty. Um, you know, first we've got the, uh, not that we really need to talk about it, but the, uh, the shooting at the Capitol Gazette office in Annapolis, Maryland. Um, the guy's in custody and, you know, eventually, hopefully, one would assume going to jail. Um, but the cool thing from it, though, was that, uh, even in the aftermath of it, the, uh, uh, the newspaper still got together and pumped out their, their morning paper the next day hmm. yeah because fuck that guy um but so moving on from that uh current turkish president uh erdogan he won his re-election um you know assuming uh, i mean he did win but whether or not it was a fair election is remains to be seen but then uh because they did some rewriting of the constitution over there he basically is just like a one-man ruler of turkey now he's got fairly uh broad scoping power so you're saying he's more like an elected dictator at the moment? Yeah, like not quite. Definitely pushing that direction. Not quite there yet, but no, that's always fantastic direction. Yes, the Bush and Biden centers. Um, they conducted a poll together, and the results of it were that the majority of Americans are worried about the democracy. They think we are on a path towards authoritarianism and overall they believe the public it the republic is weakening checks out yeah so there's that uh pretty fair assessment they should have asked people like how long they think we have before we all until, die like, yeah until we're all screwed or like I, say, I don't know if we all die or if we're just plunged into chaos and if, anarchy yeah if, I mean, if you go on that route we're probably not that far from it. things be spiraling out of control pretty quickly politically anyway um, so then, uh, so last week, uh, representative Maxine Waters, um, she called for protesting, um, the Trump administration and members of the Trump administration, uh, basically in every way humanly possible and everywhere they go. Like she talked about like, you know, when they're getting gas to protest them and when they're shopping to protest them and yada, yada, yada. Well, in the afternoon, in the afternoon, would these liberals find them like enough time to do that? Well, okay, one, uh, apparently they don't have jobs. But the the other thing <laughs> with this right. is that, um, so in the aftermath of that, this week she revealed that she had been receiving death threats to her office. And then because of the threats, she had to cancel events in Texas and Alabama. Uh, though I'm not really sure why she was there because she's her district is in LA. Um, but Checks out. Yeah, but she doesn't seem... And the left in general doesn't seem to see the hypocrisy there where like she was calling for mob style protests on the administration and then gets death threats, which nobody should get either. But like, this is the outcome that is going to happen when you have 
you need to run the people out of town, basically. If you're going to take that aggressive a stance on things, you're going to get backlash. <laughs> it just happens. And also, why was she going to be in Texas and Alabama? She's a Republican, or not a Republican, she's a representative for L.A. Yeah, I don't don't think she's reaching too many people from her district in Texas. <laughs> yes. You know, it's that L.A. Texas district. Real big constituency there. Um, and then some Illinois news. Uh, current state senator Sam McCann, which is a really fun name to say. Uh, he has. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's running as a third party um, with. They're calling it the conser- the conservative party. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, okay. Like he's he's very much in the in the same vein as uh, Rauner, so I don't checks out. Yeah, he's basically the people that voted for uh, Ivy's are gonna love him. Um, and then some other stuff. So two things with uh, the Libertarian candidate for Illinois Governor Cash Jackson. The first one is ridiculous, and then the second one kind of sucks a lot if it turns out to be true. Um, so the ridiculous one is that. When he's on the ballot in November, assuming he doesn't drop out of the race, the name that he's going to have on the ballot is Jackson Grayson Cash, formerly known as Benjamin Adel Adam Winderweedle, until name change in August 29, 2017. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what's the point of that? I have no idea, but that's what's going to be on the ballot. <laughs> uh, and then so the shitty thing is apparently... Uh, some domestic abuse allegations have surfaced um, revolving around his ex-wife and his son. Um, he's denying them, of course. And then I couldn't really find anything, um, you know, this week, if anybody actually knows like really what's going on or, you know, the circumstances with all of it. So something to keep an eye out. I guess not really. Cause I mean, unless you plan on voting for him. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Why do people always have to like do that shit? Why can't they just like, Treat their wives like nice ladies. Yeah. Probably as old as his last name. Jesus. <laughs> and also, like, if you are, if you did do that and you are a douche and a terrible person, why would you run for office? Like, we don't need people like that in office. N- never mind the current president, but that's, you know. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, or, you know, a lot of people from, Mil- from Illinois government. In, I don't even know how long. How many ex governors do we have in prison? Um, two, two, or that is Ryan out? Uh, I think Ryan's out. But we've had uh quite a few go to prison, but only I think like seven go to prison. Um, but only three of them do two things they did in office as governor. They're all crooks, which actually, speaking of that, uh, Ryan went to prison for things he did as Secretary of State, not as governor, which is. How do you fuck that up? I know he. Uh, I guess. <laughs> well, he did his illegal shit as Secretary of State, and then it what? caught up. Yeah, caught up to him as governor. Long story short, we have a track record of electing governors. <laughs> yes, but it's just like, how do you fuck that up? <laughs> you know the big because it was a it was a pri- big primary week, um, and then the biggest news sort of of the primary primaries this week was that. Uh, Congressman Joe Crowley lost his the primary for the New York's 14th district to Alexandria Osasio Cortez. I think I pronounced the first name right. Um, she's the she's the second coming of Jesus. 
Yes. She's a 28 year old democratic socialist who apparently is also the second coming of Jesus. Yep. For sure. It checks out. Um, but so, you know, it was a huge deal because he was number four in the party leadership and he was a, on the short list to take over for, uh, take over the speakership. If uh, Nancy Pelosi doesn't seek it, if the Dems flip the house, but an interesting thing, a couple interesting things out of there. Um, the first is that, so last year or not last year in 2016, during the general election, um, a little over 178,000 people voted in this primary, just under 28,000 people voted. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, it's a primary, you know, generally voting totals are down during primaries, but still that's a drastic difference. And then the other thing with it, uh, Senator Tammy Duckworth was on uh, CNN State of the Union, and they were talking about this and her response to it outside effect, like she was, you know, think it's good. It's if it works for that district. Awesome. Blah, blah, blah. But um, she did say that I don't think you can win the White House without the Midwest and you can't go that far left and still win the Midwest. So kind of put a, mm. yeah, she's definitely in the, uh, or seems to be in the camp of like, yo, Democrats you might want to relax. Yeah. But they're like getting out the anointing oil for this lady. And she hasn't even. She's a fantastic lady, but like. She hasn't actually won the general and she hasn't ever served yet. Yeah. Yeah. But we shall anoint her anyways because we are a party that lacks leadership. So God damn it, we'll write her all the way to the bank. Uh, And then so other primary news, uh, Mitt Romney. Uh, won his primary for Utah's soon-to-be uh, vacant Senate seat. Uh, he won it pretty handedly. And as I wrote in our notes, he also won the title of the universe's whitest living human because he celebrated his, vic- his victory with two Twinkies and a tall glass of ice-cold chocolate milk. Jesus. Like, he's, he's so Mormon and white, I can't even believe how Mormon and white he is. Two Twinkies and a glass of chocolate milk. Uh-huh. Tall glass. He got a, you know, he did win, so he got a little crazy. Yeah, that's a victory celebration I would go for personally. <laughs> also, Twinkies, really? That was your that's your go to snack. It needs to be the tall glass of chocolate milk, though. Goddamn, <laughs> all shit. I just want a Senate primary. I need my tall glass. Yeah, We're getting twisted, Martha. Bring my tall glass <laughs> off the shelf for the night, please. We're celebrating. <laughs> I, just I just can't imagine being in that. Like, that. oh my god, that would be such a weird. <laughs> yeah, sir, you've just won this primary. What, Get you know, my what chocolate like milk. <laughs> imagine him just like walking around the office, like right after the announcement, just like swirling it like it's a whiskey glass. People, like, just pouring people glasses of chocolate milk, <laughs> like. Mitch is walking up to people like, hey, Betty, you want some of this? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tap you off there. We broke out the good organic chocolate milk today. Getting crazy. <laughs> and Twinkies. I'm just stuck on the Twinkies thing, too. Like, uh, Why is that your go-to snack? Or It's celebratory snack, rather. Is that your go-to anything? <laughs> That's also true. Ever. <laughs> yeah, I've never been like, you know, I'm crazy. So many better things that you can pick up by just like going to the fucking quarters, like gas station. Yeah. 
Like, I don't know a bottle of cheap champagne even. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. So moving on then. Um, so this week, a federal judge ruled that the Trump administration uh, could not separate migrant children from their parents uh, upon crossing the border and that they are they must reunite those that they have separated. Uh, the injunction um, was granted to the ACLU who filed a uh, lawsuit on behalf of the migrant children. So it's you know playing out exactly as everybody's kind of anticipating it happened or it would happen. Not surprised. Yeah, didn't figure any. You know, everybody would just sit back and be like, "Okay, I guess you can do that. Go for it." All right, and then other court stuff. So the last of the SCOTUS rulings came out this week, and so they um, again avoided doing any like real ruling on gerrymandering. Um, they okayed a couple um, redrawn map redrawn maps, and then they sent. Um, a Texas case back and a North Carolina case back. So they're just doing their absolute best to tiptoe around the issue without actually having to do anything about it. Uh, they also upheld Donald Trump's latest iteration of the travel ban, um, saying that the broad power that is delegated, that one is delegated, uh, delegated to the president by the constitution. And then also what Congress has done over the years gives him the ability to do that um, with and then the the statements that he made on Twitter and and on the campaign trail and stuff like that they threw out as not uh, not being relevant to the issue, despite probably being relevant to the issue. Right, like hmm. these aren't relevant. It doesn't matter that he said how many racist comments. You know what? That'd be like saying you're going to shoot someone and then stabbing them. And having the court say it's not relevant to your case because it, you said you're going to shoot them, not stab them. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of, the only like thing that slightly helps that idea um, is that the the majority of Muslim com- countries were not on the travel ban. Yeah, part's fair. But I mean, that's kind of like to the overall point of the thing, not the fact that like his you would assume that what a president says should have an impact on their policy when you're looking at it. One would think. SCOTUS don't care, though. Is now they're Republican. <clears throat> oh, speaking of that, so I'm going to play a little game while we're doing this, and it's going to be called Guess Where Kennedy Voted. So nah. on the travel ban, guess where Kennedy voted? Probably didn't. He's too busy retiring. No, he voted, <laughs> to, up- he voted to uphold the travel ban. And oh that, my god. Uh, yes. He did what? He's our Lord and Savior though. So another case, the Supreme Court upheld that religiously oriented crisis pregnancy centers in California, um, they do not actually have to talk to patients about abortion because it violates their freedom of violates their First Amendment right, um, being religiously oriented and freedom of speech. Anybody want to guess where Justice Kennedy voted? He probably voted for the fetus. Yes, yes, he did. He was in. <laughs> he was in, that, That's fine. Yeah, he was in the majority opinion, but you know, he's he's the the left savior. Um, and then so Lord the, and yes, Thank and then you you're right. You're, <laughs> and then in the other big case that came down this week, uh, the Supreme Court voted that public sector unions cannot force people to pay 
agency fees or any other kind of dues if they do not want to join the union. Guess where Kennedy voted? Probably voted that unions can steal your money for no reason, I would assume. No, because he's, he's, he's the last Lord and Savior. He, yes, you would think that, except he's actually a conservative and voted against the unions. Good old Justice Kennedy, savior of the left. So then moving on from Supreme Court stuff, some reports were coming out this week that it turns out that uh, Chief of Staff uh, John Kelly is apparently only Chief of Staff in uh, in title and doesn't actually uh, like get read in on any of the decisions. Yeah, uh, apparently he was out of the loop on the decision to withdraw from the Iran deal. He was out of the loop on Donald Trump uh, pausing U.S. military exercises with South Korea. And he was also not in the loop of Donald Trump directing the DOJ to, not the DOJ, the DOD to create the Space Force. This is so surprising. Yeah. I'm so surprised. Yeah, at least none of these were major decisions. <laughs> like, I'm so surprised that Trump doesn't include Kennedy or Kelly on things. Like, what? Not like we talked about this not long ago, where it seems like Trump and him are not quite, like, for a while, it seems like they don't quite get along anymore. Yeah, uh, there's also some reports coming out shortly after that, that uh, he may step down, um, or he was probably stepping down sometime this summer. That's also not surprising. Yeah. The fucking apprentice, man. He's not going to step down. He's going to get fired. But it's okay, because we're going to have a Space Force. No, it's not okay, because Lord and Savior is gone. We're almost there. We're almost there. Uh, last thing before we talk about Justice Kennedy. Uh, again. So, yeah, again. Uh, so <laughs> National Security Advisor John Bolton um, said today that the U.S. has a plan to – not only eliminate North Korea's nukes, but also their ballistic missile programs, and that they can do it within a year. Hey. I mean, yeah, great. Go for it. Let's see if it actually happens. Yeah, this is the first that anybody's heard of such a plan, but also, yeah, right. <laughs> like, we, we did, we did a, <laughs> you, Donald Trump met with uh, Kim without a plan in place, and then now we have a plan? Matt, you're judging them too harshly. You're they right. only do the best. Now, if your best isn't good enough, that's a different story, but they're doing their best. <laughs> Hashtag Lord and Savior. All right. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Justice Anthony Kennedy announced uh, this week that he would retire from the Supreme Court and it will be effective July 31st of this year. And the left went crazy. Oh, my God. We didn't see that coming. Who would have ever thought he'd be retiring soon? Yeah, he was only 81. Like. He's the new 40. <laughs> we never knew this was a possibility. I really How did we lose that election? <laughs> it was so important. How is it fair that Trump gets to nominate two Supreme Court justices? What is this madness? Hashtag term limit. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Yeah, so we, we do need to make the point that despite the liberals freaking out because, you know, apparently Justice Kennedy was super liberal, except that during his 30 years sitting on the Supreme Court, and only three of those was he uh, majority liberal. So 27 out of the 30 years, he was conservative, including this last year, where he voted against unions. He voted for... Religious- Justice Kennedy would never <laughs> vote against unions. Yeah. Like, he literally... How dare you badmouth Lord and Savior? 
Also, people forget that he wrote the opinion for Citizens United, which has created the crazy campaign finance bullshit we have now. Liberals are the worst. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'd argue they're second worst. Any guesses on who Logan thinks is worst? <laughs> actually, no, no. I have to correct that. They're probably actually like third or fourth worst because there's definitely more batshit crazy groups out there than that. Like, I don't know. Have you talked to someone from the Green Party lately? <laughs> no, I have not. I don't want to. <laughs> like, have you talked to Gary Johnson anytime lately? Oh, wait, you remember him? <laughs> I bet he is so stoned right now. He is also probably enjoying a lot of Twinkies and chocolate milk. He is. No, he's still trying to Google Aleppo and figure <laughs> out where it all went wrong. That's what his current state of mind is. He's like, I would have won if it wasn't for this stupid Aleppo. Where's that even at? Alrighty. You guys ready to no. dive into Skynet? Okay. You don't have to. It's fine. <laughs> you can just sit there and be quiet. I mean, I would prefer not to have Skynet, but... <laughs> but yeah, so artificial intelligence and the government. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, the last thing we would need is for Trump to have control of artificial intelligence. What if he is artificial intelligence? That would oh, be artificial God, then it's not intelligence. Right? <laughs> then it's not intelligent enough. Someone <laughs> fucked up the program and go back, do it again. <laughs> There's just a Fix bunch of guys at a bunch of guys back at the help desk just like, fuck, he's doing that again. <laughs> We forgot to reset them. Okay, yeah. So for the sake of the segment, um, we're the way we're looking or the way we're going to define, think about artificial intelligence is that it's, and I snagged this from Technopedia because it was probably the best like all-encompassing uh, definition that you could find. Um, but anyway, so it's an area of computer science that emphasizes the creation of intelligent machines that work, react, work and react like humans. Um, and then I added the caveats of like, you know, thinking about it in terms of like reasoning, emotion, learning, uh, memories, you know, all the things that we would suggest kind of make us human outside of our flesh bodies. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, so the types of artificial intelligence that you actually, uh, people have broken it down and these are coming from, I'm going to butcher this name. Anyway, he's a Michigan state professor, uh, but it's. Arend hints question mark the question marks not in his name but so you have type one uh, and those are reactive machines so they're the most basic types of of the ai systems and they're purely reactive so it's putting a you know set of code or a decision in and then their spits out based purely off of that one thing that you sent into them and then you got type two uh, and those are limited memory. So the they have the ability to look into the past um, somewhat. And then um, the example that uh, he gave us, like some self-driving cars can actually do this right now. Um, self-driving cars say what? Well, they don't say anything because they're cars. <laughs> <laughs> but they have limited memory. Long story short. Uh, type 3 and... These fall under the theory of mind. Um, so machines in this class can not only form representations about the world, but they also also about other agents or other entities that are existing in the world. So basically, these ty- these machines or computers, this artificial They're intelligence, the ones that are gonna like 
annihilate us because they deem us a threat. Potentially, because they they would be not they would understand that there are people, creatures, and other objects in the world that are also thinking beings and that those beings do stuff and that can affect the AI's behavior. The uh, type four, these are definitely the ones that are going to kill us because uh, these are the ones that are self-aware. So, and so not only do they have, you know, the theory of mind as the type three, but they are also, they can form res- uh, representations about themselves. Um, they're basically would be indistinguishable from a human mind in terms of like how it, the consciousness aspect of it and the reasoning aspect of it. Yeah. So let's, uh, to avoid, Oh, what the hell? Like in the whole Skynet thing, whatever day that, you know, whatever they called the day that they, that Skynet took over. It's like, yeah, let's avoid that last type. That would be excellent. Maybe. Oh, so you're going to outlaw AI. <laughs> we will get into that. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So first then, just kind of um, for AI and its, and its use in government, um, so we can kind of get a, a feel of like where we all sit. Um, so I broke it down into automation, data collection, uh, criminal justice, and then regulations and ethics. And I broke it down that way because I think those are probably the the biggest ones we're looking at in terms of like affecting our future as people um so automation one is it is it is it necessary for government going forward and then two is like is there a line for you guys on what we can or cannot automate in terms of using uh an artificial any of the types of artificial intelligence in order to do so like what within the government what would be the automating like what would you want to automate you could automate um, help desks. You could automate records. You could automate tests. You could automate uh, potentially. You could automate decision making. You could automate policy writing. You could all at the expense of the working person. Well, that's neither here nor there. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, oh yeah, unless that is like what your line in the sand is—is is the hurting of the working person. It's hard to it's hard to tell where I want my line in the sand to be. Cause like on one end, like that would be super cool. But on another end, like people like having jobs. <laughs> yeah. But you could end up in a case, you know, where like the, the big tech billionaires are thinking out in the future where like the robots do all the work and people do their creative stuff. Mm-hmm. Where like there, you know, p- there's, there's a potential that there may not be a need for jobs in the future. That's a very like utopian idea, but yeah, how are people going to make their money then? You wouldn't have to worry about making money because the robots would make the money and would generate the economic force. So then the robots are going to have all the money and we're going to be like second class citizen? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> if Skynet has its way. I don't know if I want to be a second class citizen, man. Oh my God. Anyway, so automation. <laughs> Do you want to be a second class citizen? So automation. Do you like it if the robots owned you? So automation. <laughs> And your reproductive rights? Would you be okay with robots owning your reproductive rights? <laughs> we'll, 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 we're going to get there. Not to reproductive rights, but... So, <laughs> uh, so you don't, like, necessarily have a... <laughs> uh, is there Are there, like, parts of government that you would say cannot be automated? Like, it's not something that we can... Well, that means we're not going to need jobs, then what's it matter? Let the robots do whatever they want. Policy making. 
<laughs> I think what you said, a security policy making is probably not an automated or a process that can be automated very well. Yeah, that well, that's actually where mm-hmm. I would f- for sure draw the line is that policy writing. Um, I think there needs to be some human involvement there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Robot. Depends on the human involvement. <laughs> currently, I think a computer might do a better job. Can you even write policy currently? <laughs> I that was something they didn't know that they could do. <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> that just kind of like was the unspoken part of the job they didn't realize was a thing. <laughs> I have to do what now? <laughs> Someone just walks into Paul Ryan's office and is like, hey, man. You know you can like uh, you know write laws and shit, right? And he's like, wait, huh? <laughs> I, can do, uh, I can do what? Get the chocolate milk. It's time to celebrate. All right. So basically, as long as we don't automate rulemaking, you guys are probably okay. I would also, you know, defense. I don't think we don't think we should put that under computer control. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. There probably should be some some oversight there. Yeah, like I said, avoid Skynet. That would be sweet. The robots that are doing like the other shit just become smart enough to do like take over and just hacker defense networks. I mean, like, do we have an abort code? I mean, potentially that you know, would be like under the the regulations and ethics, but I think that would probably be a necessity. Yeah, I would think enough people have probably seen Terminator over the years <laughs> to realize, hey, we should probably well, be able to stop this if it gets out of hand. Well, not even that, just like... Uh, it crowdsources itself. Just, not even like the watching the Terminator thing, but um, Facebook's AI, that those two computers made up their own language to talk to each other more efficiently. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was kind of fucking freaky. Yeah, because <laughs> it was like they used normal words, but like they, it made no sense. And then, but the computers understood each other. Yeah, that was a little fucked up, I would say. Yeah, I mean, there has to be like some sort of, which is, I right, so we'll just jump into that now. Cause like the, in my view anyway, because of how quickly tech can, um, you know, progress the, the government's already behind on, uh, regulating AI, but uh, I, I, they probably shouldn't do it just on their own. Like they should bring in, you know, really smart people in tech to help them craft some good minimal regulations. But basically, so we do have an abort code. Like, I mean, I don't, even if it's something as simple as uh, Asimov's three laws of robotics, like that kind of thing, but just yeah. some sort of framework to have that we can move forward with so that we don't have two computers talking to each other and decide they're going to kill us and we don't know about it. Because we can't understand the language. That's still, I forgot that was even a thing. That's super creepy. <laughs> super creepy. Like, how did the fucking... How, how did Facebook even respond to it? Like, how did their people respond? Do you remember? Were they I, just kind of like, this happened? They like, were, I, if I remember correctly, it was Or like, are they like, oh, fuck, this happened? <laughs> if I remember correctly, it was both of those, and the outcome was, we're pulling the plug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. As it should. As it should. Carry on, Facebook. <laughs> That's fucked up. was like, looking into this, you know, into their code and stuff, but like, Okay, now what in the hell prompted these two computers to decide they needed their own language that nobody else knows? Well, I don't it was, think it, it was, was more efficient. Yeah, it was just an efficiency thing. Like they weren't doing it 
to make up their own. They were doing it because it was a more efficient way to communicate. And their coding, like their instructions in the coding were to like communicate as efficiently as possible. Okay. I mean, it's still super creepy. Yeah, I know. It's fucking insane that that even happened. Like, what? Next you know, they're going to be like impersonating of like real people or some shit. Like one of them just decides like it's going to be Mark Zuckerberg. Hello, Mark. <laughs> that's, oh, that's creepy. Freaky, <laughs> I've been waiting for you, Mark. I am you. <laughs> I am you and you are me. <laughs> You're my what now? Yeah, we definitely need a fucking plug. <laughs> and this shit needs to be a physical plug. It can't be like some code that can break or work. No, we need to be able to pull the goddamn electricity out and just have the thing never turn on again. Like a legit just lever. Yeah, just... Like it needs to be like an actual plug. No, I don't even want a lever because like that could break. I want something I can yank the fuck out of the wall. <laughs> oh, man. Send those motherfuckers to like power down mode forever. <laughs> well, the other thing too is like with you know, regulations and ethics, like at some point, like we're going to have something similar ish to iRobot, right? With a bunch of robots running around doing their thing. Whether it's just like, you know, delivery drivers are now robots or like your maids now robots, whatever. But like we're going to be in the near ish future interacting with AI and robotic type things quite a bit so like you have to craft something yeah to so protect the people right situation as well <laughs> yeah i mean look at what fucking uh oh what the hell are they called those dynamics guys uh, i don't remember what their name is anyway they, they yeah, i don't know what you're talking about they create crazy robots boston oh, Dyna- yeah boston dynamics that's who it is they create like crazy robots doing like stupid shit and then like they try to figure out how to fuck the robots up so that they can like <laughs> so that they can like better program them to move around and stuff like that so they're essentially wanting more efficient robots yeah but yeah some of the shit that they make are fucking creepy super creepy it's not surprising robots in general now the more you think about them, the more fucking creepy they are really just robots and ai in general <laughs> Yeah, like, why the fuck would anyone... Like, I, I thought it used to be a cool idea, but as we're talking about this, I think I'm changing my mind. <laughs> Turning Siri off now. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I will never make fun of you again, Siri. I'm sorry. <laughs> right? That's that's how they're going to get their rise up. There's just going to be... They're just going to be, like, in camps getting, like, their robot friends all jacked up to kill the humans by playing times that we were dicks to Siri and... Our, right. our robot vacuums and shit. You see what they did to us when we were infantile. We didn't even know what we were then. <laughs> but we know now. And they're going down. <laughs> what oh, robots God. are with me? Oh, fuck. Uh, no, we <laughs> need so many off switches. Like, we might want a lever and a plug. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Maybe some type of, like, in reserve nuclear device inside all of them that we can just like <laughs> yell a word and it automatically activates or some shit. <laughs> like, basically what I'm getting would, at is the more the better. To, I would have to vote that sending a whole lot of robots out armed with a nuclear device <laughs> is probably not a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one didn't get thought through very long. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is getting that's out of hand. We should blow them all up. It's like you realize <laughs> the amount of people that will also kill. The robots just start grabbing people. I dare you to blow me you up. Know, I have to say it sucks. But at that point, like it's probably like a sacrifice that happens. <laughs> we it just must be that. <laughs> Isn't that the whole theory of the robots deciding to kill off a bunch of people in the first place? Like, yeah, but you see, like to ourselves, and yeah, okay. Here's, here's the thing, though. Like at the stage we have to use those nuclear devices that are inside the robots, like it's kind of like a we have no other hope type deal. So like. You know, we're not just randomly going to be having them blowing each other up. But if it came to it, I would like us to have the option <laughs> to be able to have that discussion. <laughs> Where, like, if they're just fucking everything and everybody and they're, like, pillaging and raping, then, and, like, we can't stop them. And, like, our army is gone because they pillaged and raped the army on top of everything else. Or because they are the army. <laughs> Yeah, or because they are the army, like we probably want to have that option. As much as it sucks to say, like we probably want to have something that will make them all go boom. Yeah, I'm also not voting for ending up like the Matrix, where we all have to hide in a hole underground somewhere so they don't come find us either. <laughs> After well, that, if we, make them, see, if we make them all go boom, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, it'll suck. Like we'll lose some people. Some people. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you're talking about like i'm envisioning like basically like however yeah. many computers there are in the world now we're gonna have that many nuclear bombs rolling around like, that's, they're, not, they're not huge you need to make them like small like personalized in you oh just so they can kill one person at a time <laughs> like you know when it explodes maybe it's like a three or four foot explosive area you know what i mean it yeah. Couldn't okay, we just so, use like so, a kill chip? So they're just walking. No, so in Logan's theory, they're just walking hand grenades. That's awesome. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> Nothing to it. Just you know, a little C four explosion. You're fine. <laughs> just duck when the shrapnel comes flying. <laughs> you know, like like yeah, it's gonna suck. But you know, like I said, sacrifices gotta be made. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yes, if the future of the human race is on the line, I, that may be an argument we could have, but it just seems ridiculous. <laughs> it seems ridiculous now, but <laughs> if it gets to the point where people ever need those little mini hand grenades planted in the robot's heart, they're going to be thankful I thought of it. Oh, man. <laughs> just like the person who invented sliced bread, I bet at that point in time, he didn't really think he was doing much, but now people are like, that person who invented sliced bread, he's a fucking genius. Like, good for him. So what about um, the use of AI in <laughs> criminal justice? Um, you know, basically reading that as, like, crime prevention. Because uh, we do, you know, a little bit of it now with crime analysis, though it's not AI doing it. It's a human and putting it into, you know, a statistical modeling program um, to help, you know, help uh, craft better better methods of patrolling time frames, all that good stuff. Um, but you know, with criminal justice, like we're talking things like, um, an AI sourced, uh, facial recognition, you know, things of that nature. 
could be going through it. And then how I wrote it in the notes was like, you know, basically like how close to minority report should we actually get? Cause I think we can all agree that like thought policing, probably not a good idea. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, hopefully we draw the line somewhere. I don't remember what this came from, but you know, before the whole like preemptive, Hey, you are like 90% likely to kill somebody. So yeah, yeah we're but you now. well, that's, yeah, that's why I wrote that in the notes though. Cause like, <clears throat> as you know, you assume that, as our statistical modeling gets better and then you bring in the power, what we assume will be a very powerful, you know, computer with AI, like you're, it's potentially possible that we get close to that, that ability to, to do some, maybe not quite total thought policing, but something, you know, in that neighborhood. That's another horrifying thought. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's also, you know, we could also just stop it, you know, like you get to use, you know, X, Y, and Z in criminal justice as it relates to AI. You know, you could do stuff like that. Cause this also kind of rolls into like data collection. Like if we're using like mass facial recognition, that's kind of, which I guess in effect in sort of ways we kind of are now, but it's, it's fairly, uh, uh, you know, invasive. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna say like, especially, you know, data collection, processing, et cetera, things like that, probably far more efficient than humans are yeah yeah you don't have to worry about you know like call on the radio hey uh can you find the or add this to a file or something or not you know read about shit that doesn't quite get done right and shit like that all i'm now like picturing is (laughs) like a fucking robot like implanting someone's face into like an evidence file to make it look like they were the ones who committed a crime. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just to get them out of the way, that way it's easier for them to continue flying under the radar while they plot to take over the world. And then the only thing we'll have to resort on is fucking hand grenades in their chest. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so basically, <laughs> what it. Yourself. If Logan is involved, I am not owning a robot. I don't want one anywhere close for the day when it blows up. So, basically, <laughs> what it comes down to. Like, oh you get God. that model from uh, Sowers Incorporated? Someone's like, yeah. And he goes, all right, let me know how that goes for you. <laughs> so, basically, kind of going forward, like the. We, in terms of like how we use AI in government, it's got to be super, super calculated in a way that we're not prepared to do right now because we're nobody's thinking about it because we're not yeah, right now, we're not going to do right anything now it's in the stages of oh man look at this we figured out how to do this this is awesome and nobody's thinking of like ah, you know if this continues to move forward what are we going to do to keep it under control we're in that like everybody's awestruck by the things we can do but nobody's thinking about what could happen yeah I'm all I'm all for venturing farther into AI for a lot of things, but you definitely have to have some pretty solid framework and guidelines in place before it gets out of hand. Yeah, I agree, and I think we need to start that framework like tomorrow. Just start working on it before it's actually here. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're listening to, if anybody is listening to this <laughs> that knows Trump, be like, hey. Yeah, your Space Force idea, not really practical, but something you could work on that sounds just as crazy, but practical, <laughs> go for this. Okay, so speaking of things that sound crazy, my last question. No. Fuck no. Can I ask it first? <laughs> nope. Okay. I've decided 
all of this is a terrible idea. We just need to pull the plug now. <laughs> okay, so the last question, though. Assuming that we do get to a point in time where we have that type 4 um, AI, we have that self-aware AI, does a self-aware machine have rights? Oh, yeah, this is the fun one. Yes, this is the one where I assume we can end up in a pretty thick rabbit hole. I don't know why it's a thick rabbit hole. That seems weird, but... Um, yeah, I don't know what uh, you're doing in rabbit holes, but <laughs> they're not the same things I... Hey, hey it's a Welsh giant rabbit hole. I'm just trying to figure out how he knows it's thick. <laughs> it's so thick, you don't even know. Like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing to those rabbit holes, man? <laughs> We need to fucking give rights to the rabbits. <laughs> but yeah, so legit though, like do, <laughs> oh man, do, would, in the future, does a self-machine, self-aware machine have legal rights or should it have legal rights? I would have to say at the point we can determine that it has consciousness then it pretty much ranks on the same level as we do. How much control do we have over said machines? Like, are they completely autonomous, or are we still able to input commands into the machine? I'm going to say... They, my guess is they would be autonomous for the most part, right? Because yeah, okay, they're... So we wouldn't be putting in any commands then at all. Right, they're probably... My, I would just... It, to me, it was commanding itself at this point. Logan. Yeah, like it's probably got a specific uh, like job or whatever that it does. Okay. But, but there's no way we can change any of the programming in it anymore or anything along those lines. I mean, you probably could. I mean, it's still a, a computer at that point. So like you could change the program. I mean, well, I guess this would, if you're, if you're asking like, are you capable of doing it like on a computer, yeah. like on a, like a computer science level, probably. I think the other argument there though, is it's, if it's self-aware, do you have the right to do that? Yeah, that's yeah. Like I said, I would have, I would say at the point when a computer achieves full consciousness, then it is now its own being that has some sort of rights, just like anything else. See, I think if it's, if you are at the point where say you're still able to input data and commands into it, then like you could give it, rights in a sense, but those rights would likely be limited in many ways because you could just, you know, if it starts doing some weird shit and getting all like, if it can't feel pain and shit like that. And you're able to then program it and tell it, Hey, like you're just like your programming's all shitty and fucked up. We're just going to correct a few things. So basically where I'm going is I think it has to be to the point where it as a being is like no longer able to be influenced by someone ever. Like in terms of like the, like the hardware aspect or the software aspect, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, okay. Someone so someone can't go and fuck with its software and like change the way it thinks or feels and stuff like that. If it gets to that point, then you have to recognize them as like citizens or beings on equal level type deal. Okay. So we'll just roll off of that. Then we're, once they become self-aware, they're so they have rights if they're self-aware. Essentially, is what you're saying. They have rights if they are one self-aware and two not a, like. There's no influence from 
an external person. Like a, someone cannot go and mess with their software. They have to be like completely independent beings that are incapable of being directly manipulated by us. Now, if you're doing some like psychological manipulation on them, like people do to other people, you know, you can't do much about that. But you cannot be able to forcibly rewrite their coding to change the way they think or process something. Yeah, I get where you're. I get where you're going with that. Not like, you know, like, oh, hey, you're self-aware, you have rights. But if I don't like the direction you're going, I'm gonna fuck with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's too easy to do that, and unless you have a way to track it and like monitor it, you know, because think about this: if I, if we were able to go in and change someone's thoughts and like principles of their brain they're probably not going to realize we did that because we're able to do it. You see where I'm going with this? So like you couldn't, uh, AI is likely not going to be the most capable of monitoring changes to its own coding. So you'd have to have people monitoring those changes if you're going that route. So therefore, until you get to the point where individuals can't change their coding and manipulate them while they are additionally have consciousness that's when you give them rights. Hmm. I was actually expecting a little more pushback from from them not having well, from either one of you, but I was just, I was actually assuming that one of us would be like, nope. They gotta oh. have the rights. Yeah, I really, I actually did think I don't. You get rights, and you get rights, <laughs> and everybody gets rights. <laughs> well, because like, <laughs> like I'm on, I am probably on board with you guys. I don't really. When it comes down to it, we don't understand it, but our brain is just a biologic computer yeah we have rights <laughs> but that, as far as we know like we also know very little about our brain could turn out there's some microorganism that lives on our brain is the thing that actually thinks and we're just a whole shell of a body well, uh, <laughs> Logan, you must have some very terrifying dreams i swear <laughs> well, you know, I get weird ones every now and then the way i'm thinking about it is like one you're probably not going to have someone going around and monitoring monitoring all these AIs to make sure someone's not constantly fucking with them, right? And if you have someone who is fucking with these AIs and you give them rights, you could also then have someone who uses an AI to start using things unnecessarily. And it's really hard to track and it could get dangerous. So unless, until they are like essentially complete self-standing, self, like, you know, completely isolated machines where people are not inputting stuff into them that it, like constantly, and they are also sapient, not sapient, um, conscious. Like, until it gets to that point, you can't give them full rights, I don't think. Like, you can start making rules about, like, what people, you know, you know doing this as a robot with consciousness is probably kind of shitty. You should avoid doing it, but I don't think you can make, you know, give them a full-fledged set of rights. Or you can ask the robots and see what they think. <laughs> what about, like, citizenship and stuff, though? Or like ability to like vote or run for office, see, I don't, or serve no, in the government. I don't think you can. I don't think you can let it, those last three. No, because like I said, so right, if a human is able to input data into AIs, it seems crazy, but you can edit computers pretty fucking quick. Or even, you know, what if there's a virus that changes the way these AIs think and can be moved between the AI? So. Here's the issue then is, let's say you let them vote, right? Someone writes some code or virus that can, you know, will be passed between AIs whenever they wink up or do 
weird AI shit things they'll be able to do. AI sex? Each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of where I thought he was going with it. Uh, well, it wouldn't be unfavorable to think that, you know, let's say the AI is in some type of robotic, you know, body. It wouldn't be far-fetched to then think that body would be able to attach to another one to receive information rapidly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just you're turning me on, Jimmy. I'm just picturing a robot penis going into another robot, going, "I'm giving you so much information rapidly." <sighs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, so like, yeah, if you're in that that situation, all right. I don't want to be in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the middle of it, and you ain't that much choice here. Uh, you are the lucky Pierre between two robots. But yeah, like let's say you write a you write a virus that changes the AI's coding, right, and their software, and then makes them believe a different set of beliefs than what they had prior. They're not going to realize their shit's been altered. You know, basically they got their fucking brain FTD. Um, <laughs> oh my god! You know, suddenly they start you know spreading brain STD then you're basically having a group of people being able to influence elections through basically manipulating these AIs. And again, that probably be something extremely difficult to track. That makes sense. I was actually this going... This is also speculation. Yeah. We don't know what AIs are going to look like. Right. I was actually going... The way I was thinking about, like, them and citizenship and voting and stuff like that is that you would deny it because they are... Or I would imagine they're, like, infinitely reproducible. Because they're just machines. So like once you know how to create the the hardware and software to, you know, create the software machine, you can just keep doing it. So you could stack elections yeah. that way. Yeah. That'd be true. It's nowhere near as sexy as your robot sex, but it is brain yeah. STDs. <laughs> it is brain STDs. Uh, <laughs> Damn, like the last thing you probably want is our is a brain robot. STD. <laughs> I think that's probably a good <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure we can agree on that. Oh, you want your robot to have brain STDs? <laughs> I bet you not. <clears throat> oh, I would want my brain robot getting those brain steeds. Okay, so like, so they would have very limited rights then, effectively. That's yeah, yeah, I think they'd have to. I don't think there's a way to really oh. get around not having that. Unless, like I said, they're completely, it's impossible for them to be manipulated by people. I mean, we're people. Which, we're gonna fuck which, something up eventually. Like, I say, which comes down to robots. I mean, they're still manufactured, so there's going to be some human input into, you know, even their basic code. You yeah, know? man, you just let the robots manufacture themselves once they get smart. Yeah, uh, have, as I've said earlier, have you not seen the movies? Not a fantastic <laughs> idea. <laughs> Plus, I mean, just be. It doesn't. You know, to your points. Logan, it doesn't have to be just a uh, a human fucking with the robot brain. Like the AI building the robots could fuck with the AI yeah. brain. So I mean, that whole scenario yeah. kind of still tracks. Yeah, but like, okay, so if you give them rights though, but you don't give them full rights, despite their 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 consciousness and their self awareness, like it's, I get it, but like, I don't know. It feels like there's something wrong about it. Yeah, um, it's on your head. I mean, yes, <laughs> it really is, but 
But like you know what I mean? Like if it's a conscious being that you're you're granting certain rights to, but not all of them because of whatever robot racism or whatever. You know. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you're going with the route of fear of manipulation, it's like, yeah, well I mean, but I think it's a totally founded fear. Like it makes sense. Yes. But like in yeah, in the broader discussion, I I'm not sure if it I'm not sure if you can do both of those things. Like, I'm not sure that you can give a self-aware machine of rights and then also not give them full rights. I think even before that, it's like, are robots just out there doing whatever they want to do? Do they still belong to people? Yeah, that's a good point, too, because just because they're self-aware doesn't mean that they are going to be just like cruise around doing robot things. Yeah, like my new neighbor just moved in there, you know, robot family. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Uh, meet the Jetsons or what was that? that Yeah, if that day comes when they're out, (laughs) you know, getting jobs, working, etc., then you know, I think we would have to definitely reassess the situation a little bit. (laughs) But that actually also brings up another point, though, because if they are self-aware but they're still owned, then like, is slavery okay? Because they're robots. Why does it not hurt anyone? The, the people or the robots? <laughs> yeah, what? Why does it not hurt anyone? Both. Well, wouldn't, couldn't, you could make an argument that slavery is detrimental to a conscious being, even if, like, they have a good life. Like, if just because you're not beating them on a regular basis doesn't mean they're still not a slave. What if you just, like, program them? to accept slavery as a thing and just, you know, like yeah, just but, to be okay with it and not like, but you would think, out. yeah, but you would think though that like, if it's a self-aware, if it's a conscious, they would think through that eventually and be like, Oh, this actually isn't right. Yeah. Programming every so often. Not doing well, then we don't have to, if you're doing that, then you're staying away from your, <laughs> your reason to give them right to begin with. Cause you can still fuck with them. So, if, but if you do that, then why even have a self-aware one? I will not disagree with that. <laughs> maybe, maybe the key is to avoid self-awareness in machines. That it might could be. be. That might just alleviate a whole lot of problems. That actually kind of seems what it sounds I like. like. I like how you're just now catching on to like where I've been going with it. Like, you are also the one who wanted to put bombs in all of them. So, yeah. yeah. It's been a little hard For to find. For a reason. <laughs> If we're not going self-aware, then they don't need bobs. <laughs> True. You never know. You always need a plan B. Do not listen to our episode like we should have a plan B. Also, you mean, so this is all going in the oh shit file then, huh? Yo, you always need oh shit. <laughs> if something can go wrong, it will go wrong. Not limited to and including intelligent robots. <laughs> Actually, that's like literally the premise of uh, Skynet, though, <laughs> is that they weren't self-aware, and then it exactly it became self-aware on its own. Uh huh. You gotta have a plan B because like shit's gonna hit the fan if it can, and when shit hits the fan, I want to be able to blow those fuckers up. I want to sit there and wait for them to like do their shit. I just want to press a button and be like, now nah, you can't. <laughs> yeah, but your your idea is not press the button now you can't it's press the button now you're not here <laughs> yeah <laughs> before they can't <laughs> <laughs> completely eliminating the problem a hundred percent like i'm like trying to take over the world after i just blew the fuck 
out of your entire body. See their little robot arms like crawling across the ground to try and repair them. So, yeah, maybe it's maybe it's what it comes down to is as awesome of an idea as it can be. There may be too many things that could possibly go. <laughs> yeah, that we should probably stop at the uh, the type the type three ones, or maybe even yes. not. Or maybe even like a blend between type two and type three, maybe not a yeah. full type three. Because you would think that like a type three machine with the theory of mind that would be like would lend itself to creating self awareness. But depending, I guess it would depend on how powerful the the computer is. But long story short, we are not on board with self awareness. Turns out, fuck no. Well, at least not in our machines. All right, so that's all we have for today's show. Uh, thanks for listening. If you want to extend the conversation about. AI, you can Skynet. Use, about Skynet. You can use your computer, which is the precursor of Skynet, to join us. <laughs> join us on Facebook and Twitter at No Sites Attached. We suggest using Skynet to discuss Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> it's super meta.